Here we go. The truth is simple. Diogenes. This is the simple truth, number 11, entitled, Dead Zone DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is the anti-MAGA. Allow me to elaborate. What Governor DeSantis has done is carefully craft an image of himself as a crusader for the people, defending them against the incursion of the evil government and the woke. The sound bites of him taking on hot-button issues have all been carefully massaged for maximum PR value. He touts bills to help and protect citizens and gets headline press from the media. But the bills actually do nothing as promised. In some cases, they make things worse. At best, they are watered down and defanged of any effectiveness. DeSantis has a totalitarian view of government. Consolidate more power to force his will on the public. That may sound great when it is your cause he's helping. But of course, that is the problem. The next governor may have an agenda against your cause. Yet, he will have the very same power. We should have learned that from the time King George ruled our land. DeSantis claims he was the first to stand against COVID oppression. Not true. He locked down everyone. He mandated masks. He promoted the vaccine. When COVID was waning, he exempted hospitals from lawsuits for the thousands of deaths by remdesivir and ventilators, which did more harm than good and killed a lot of people who did not have to die. His supposed legislation against vaccine mandates has enough loopholes to drive a semi through. It won't stop vax mandates. Hospitals and healthcare are a powerful lobby in Florida. Several of the bills he has signed, although sounding good on the surface, have provisions that seriously threaten First Amendment rights, from freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press, to freedom of assembly and freedom to petition government for redress of wrongs. Talk about the full Monty. The fact is, DeSantis has not been able to keep his pudgy fingers off of any of our First Amendment rights. You would never know this about DeSantis listening to his press statements or reading the titles of his bills. You have to read the fine print to see how bad they are. You have to think tyranny versus freedom and see which way they lean. He has also fully adopted the snaky dem strategy of naming bills the opposite of what they actually do. Remember the Affordable Care Act that doubled costs? Or the Inflation Reduction Act, a runaway spending bill? The Dems talk all the time of saving democracy while they take actions that could only destroy it. Believe me, DeSantis has been taking notes. DeSantis is a chameleon who followed a precisely choreographed path as he began to climb the political ladder. Jumping in with the Tea Party Patriots got him into the U.S. House. When Trump hit the White House, DeSantis sucked up and used the favor he curried to springboard him into the Florida governor's race. Without Trump, he had no chance, but he rode Trump hard, even doing a sickeningly sycophantic commercial where he's building a wall with his daughter and reading from Trump's Art of the Deal to his baby. 
Once in office, he veered left, even posting Democrats to key posts. Later, he saw the culture wars as his best lane, so he launched his war with Disney and touted book banning, etc. Despite the image of a man committed to principles, he is a slick politician through and through, skillfully navigating the changing tides to his best advantage. After re-election as governor, he went on a phony book tour that was actually a campaign and fundraising tour, all done illegally. Florida had rules requiring a presidential candidate to resign before running. That is, until the Florida legislature changed the law in May just for DeSantis. He has a whole crew of legislators in Florida who wouldn't know freedom if it bit them, well, let's say anywhere. It is a mini swamp just like D.C. I could swing my lantern all over Tallahassee and never see an honest politician. DeSantis had Laura Lee as his Secretary of State who bragged about partnering with the DHS and SISA in securing elections. What they really did was give corrupt government agencies access to the entire election system. Even though Florida has more J6ers than any other state, I have never once heard DeSantis speak a decent word about them. The fact that he is right now challenging Trump for the nomination tells me a lot. There are many people targeting Trump, some on the right. Everyone is a rhino uniparty elite. Everyone. You can tell a lot about a person by who they admire, by the company they keep, and by who backs them. This is the most revealing aspect of Ron DeSantis. He can hide behind sound bites and well-publicized bill signings, but he cannot hide the others. Let's see who they are. By his own words, DeSantis admires George Bush and Paul Ryan, two of the most anti-MAGA rhino uniparty deep staters around. He also spoke glowingly of Libby Locke, a lawyer for Dominion Voting Systems. Yes, that's the Dominion that sued Fox News and Mike Lindell and Rudy Giuliani and hundreds of other people and organizations in one of the biggest lawfare assaults on the First Amendment freedom of the press in American history. The Fox defamation lawsuit settlement was the worst outcome in decades that will certainly chill speech all over the country, if not destroy the freedom of the press entirely. And that is someone Ron DeSantis admires. Who are his backers? Let's just say when DeSantis rails against the elites, it is tough not to laugh. He has raised many, many millions, primarily from large corporate backers like billionaire hedge fund manager Ken Griffin. He is backed by Paul Ryan, the Bushes, Karl Rove, the Murdochs, Koch brothers, too many globalist or neocon rhinos to list. The list of DeSantis donors is a long one of the uber-wealthy. Billionaire shipping magnates Elizabeth and Richard Eulen, billionaire investor Jeffrey Yass donated $2.5 million, Jude and Christopher Reyes, the billionaire brothers of beer and food distributors, Robert Bigelow, billionaire hotel tycoon, has already given $20 million and basically pledged his entire fortune. William Buckley Jr., a political mega-donor, is on board for millions, and a host of others. Even the Republican Governors Association, 
donated $20 million to his governor's race, money that will roll over into his presidential coffers. Billionaire Elon Musk personally participated in DeSantis's launching his campaign on Twitter. Big corporate lobbyists and mega-donor billionaires are the meat of his support. With all that, and hundreds of millions pledged, he has barely reached the number of broad supporters required to get into the debates. Not exactly a man of the people. Of course, if he wanted to do a rally, he could pay people to attend. Philosophically speaking, DeSantis is the worst combination possible. A totalitarian-minded top-down dictator type who is also a neocon warhawk. He is not the only one by a long shot, but he might end up being the worst. If you have read Stephen King's Dead Zone, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's about a character who wakes up from a coma with the ability to see the future. He shakes hands with a popular regional politician and sees him in the White House while nuclear bombs are destroying the city. This is why DeSantis is so dangerous. He is the stealth bomber no one sees coming until the bombs hit. He is the Trojan horse that you better look in the mouth now before he gets inside the gates and it's too late. His apparent populist credentials make him the most dangerous of all. If there's one thing I am sure of, Ron DeSantis must never sit in the White House. He is the one man I fear would actually put the nuclear football into play. And if not, he might choke the last remaining freedoms out of our country and turn it into a police state. That is why I call him the anti-MAGA, Dead Zone DeSantis. I guess you can tell I don't trust the man. Of course, this is all just my opinion. That is my prerogative, at least so far. I am sitting here in the so-called free state of Florida with my fingers crossed. Knock on wood. That's all for now. Thanks so much for listening. Stay connected to The Truth Window by subscribing to my podcast at thetruthwindow.substack.com. You'll get notified when the next episode is available. If you stick to the truth, no lies can stick to you. So long for now.